Because we're starting again? Yeah! Yeah! Very excited. This is our theme song. It's great. Marty Mac Fly. Guys, this is a podcast so I can tell people about Marty Mac Fly. That's all, that's all I want to do. Trying to get him out there. We're trying to get it out there. Yeah. This whole festival, I believe, is about Marty Mac Fly. It is. Spread the word, yeah. The song's long, guys. Yeah. I understand it's long. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait till you hear the bridge, though. The bridge? The bridge really is great. It's like a 10 minute uh, song, but it's so good. Uh, man. Yeah. And it's all about, like, the podcast specifically. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm Kevin Tinkin. This is Evan the Castman Cassidy. Right How's it going? Salt Lake, uh, welcome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Man, it is long. It's a long song. And that's, you know, we feel good about it. Guys, but you know, there's a lot of freedom in it. A long, there's a long drawn out freedom. Feels great. Guys, are you, uh, oh, of course, you know, welcome. Thank you to the audience, you know. Oh, my gosh. What a huge crowd Oh, hey. Yeah. Keep it down, please. We got a show to do. No, no, no. We get it. I get it. He's here. He's coming out. Yeah. Yeah, great. Good stuff. See so many familiar faces. Oh, my gosh. Lots of signs here for you. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, uh, uh, everyone wants to have your baby. There's one in Korean right there. I like that. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. So many hot riffs coming up here. Guys, I don't know if you're... Guys, keep it down. Thank you. Yeah, please. Jeez Louise. Thank you, guys. You guys get out of control up here. We're in Salt Lake City, Utah. Give it up for Mm. the city in general. Yeah. Give it up for making borders around places of country. You know, that this we say this is Salt Lake. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we drove uh, across the place, you know, which is good. And, uh, oh, thanks, guys. You know, we, we yeah. have big fans of driving. Guys, if you don't, oh, hey, if you don't know much about this podcast, you know, guys, we're, we're full service, guys. We got Boings. I mean, you know, we got. Oh, hey, hello. I mean, you guys listen to any podcasts that have two types of Boings? Anybody? This is a serious question. Anybody? Yeah, because if you do, we're anybody gonna, heard that? We'll send a cease and desist right now. If I you will do, stop right? it. I will shut it down. We, Actually, he's joking about that. Yeah, guys, no, we're keeping it free. We're keeping it friendly. Straight. Yeah, we we try to keep it, you know, pretty straight, straightforward. Yeah. No lawyers uh, involved. Guys, yeah. let me ask you: Have you ever heard of a podcast that had a one? We talked a lot about that intro song being too long, but I would you believe it if we have? I told you we had two intro songs. Would you believe that? Oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> Oh, please settle it down. Two intro songs? Yeah. Can you guys oh, handle good. it? Can you guys take it? Guys, I you want know? you, okay, if you, if you want to enjoy yourself, say, hey, hell yeah. If you want to enjoy yourself, say, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. I want you to close your eyes. Take some deep breaths, okay? Some deep, deep breaths. I want you to get into a place where you're ready to draw on the inside of your own mind. All right? And just make your own little space, guys. I just wanted you to go ahead and, you know, tell me what you see, you know, when you hear this. I feel like my eyes are open, honestly. You know what I mean? Yeah. With all the all the stuff I see. Hmm. Anybody guys get any visuals? What are we seeing out there? You know, what are we seeing? Sir, are you seeing anything in your mind's eye? High school, High school dance. dance. Oh I like my that. gosh, yeah. that's great stuff. And the, of yeah. course the audience loves that. There we They're go. They're big fans. 
You guys don't even know what it is. Guys, of course, you talk about waking up. Guys, we got the woke rooster right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it gets, if at any point you feel like, hey, guys, you're not being as woke as you need to be, let me know in the woke rooster. Right there. It's going to wake us right up. He you know what I mean? keeps us in check. All right? Oh. I don't know if you guys are aware of this podcast. It's ripping and skipping with Evan and Kevin. We got a certain amount of rules that we like to put out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we do characters. We'll you know we'll do sketches. We're gonna sing. You know so, well, we're gonna play some pre-recorded music and whatnot. You know it, it, we got it here. You know I got a, some chickens for no reason. Wow. And I think it really lines up with the first rule of the podcast. You guys aware of uh, rules? Are there rules here in Salt Lake? Is, are there, Is there any, any rules? Yeah. yeah? The first rule of the podcast is, uh, of course, uh, this is a celebration of uh, a friendship, you know? And uh, thanks, guys. You know, I really appreciate that, you know? Man, these guys, you know, Salt Lake, really, you know, they really bring it hot for us. I can't... Oh, guys. You know, it's okay. okay. Guys, hot, could you though. just abruptly Jeez. stop cheering? Thank you. Oh, wow. That was Thank good. God. That was great. This is getting a little out of hand. Yeah. Salt Lake, you guys are intense, you know what I mean? Oh, well... At some point, we may ask one of you to enter into a portal that goes directly into a guitar center Well, you will try to convince a 49-year-old man that's playing the same hot guitar riff for the last two hours that he needs to leave and go back to his family. That's part of the show. That may happen later on. You never know. And that's because it's a celebration of friendship. You know what I mean? It is, yeah. And, uh, which brings me right to rule number two, uh, which is uh, freedom. freedom. You know what I mean? You guys, you guys like freedom, right? Yeah, I don't need you. I have an audience right here. Oh, thanks, guys. Oh, and the 72 listeners, they're going to have no clue. Have no clue. Oh, by the way, I made, uh, in the light of freedom and just having a good time and a celebration of friendship, I made some friendship songs. You got mm. You got I was supposed to do that at the end? Yeah. Yeah? It's okay. a celebration I like of it. It's a dark, sort of dark interpretation of friendship. But... It's okay. creepy. It, okay. it is creepy, guys. I'm not going to sort of say it's not cre- creepy, you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, the third rule uh, of the podcast, uh, of course, is uh, get it out. You know what I mean? Just sir, put it out can there. I ask you a personal question, sir? Do you ever get inside of your own head? Yeah? S- stop. Don't do that, bro. Get it out. You know what I mean? You got stuff in your head. I don't know. You guys, you ever, you guys ever riff a hot bit out in the streets? You guys ever do that? You ever do that? Yeah. I'll tell you, sometimes uh, I'll, I'll be out there in the streets, you know, because that's where I like to live out there in the streets. These guys know that. You know? Yeah. Good thing. Good call on miking the audience. You know what I mean? Yeah, glad out in the did, streets. Glad we did that. <laughs> got to keep it woke. Sorry. <laughs> We're out in these streets. You know, I'll be riffing bits, you know, I'll be riffing bits, and then I'll be getting in my own head and going, should I even be riffing these bits right now? You know what I mean? And I, guys, I want to tell you guys, you know, get some freedom, you know what I mean? Freedom. Don't be afraid. Are you having fun? Is this fun? Is this good times? Yeah. Oh, my gosh! Yeah. I love you guys. Both of you. Oh, boy. <sighs> a little small. That was sort of a niche audience right there, that yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, niche. Uh, the fourth rule, of course, is uh, um, uh, uh, doing what you love and loving what you do. There we go. It's important to me personally, and that's why I remember it. So, yeah, just quickly, I just, it comes right to me. Well, remembering the rules immediately isn't one of the rules. So it's not one of the rules because we try to good. keep it uh, free up here. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
All right. Oh, I feel so good just to yeah. be able to do that, guys. I tell you. Oh, I feel like I'm losing you, and that just makes me sad. Am I? Are you guys? Am I losing you? No, I didn't think so. Oh no. I did not think I did. What a great crowd up here, and so consistent with the way that you clap. And I, it's just really. It's. Are you guys like a a drum line or something? It's like because it's. It's like the same. Sputters out. Thing every time. It's like free jazz. Almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't even hear anybody counting off so they get the rhythm light, no. right and they just are able to stay. Yeah, Stop in the middle. They're clapping, clapping to a metronome in their head. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's very good. Love it. Well, uh, I mean, how do we feel here? I mean, we got some, uh, we got, uh, you know, all kinds of good stuff here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ah. Oh. Uh, can, is, 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 sir, how you doing right over here with the hat? I'm doing good. What's your name, brother? Josh. Do you have a good day today? Do you ever have a day that's less than great? What'd you do? What'd you do to remedy this situation? You do you what? You dumped your girlfriend. Wow! I just that's uh, I'm, guys. Let's let's be you know nice around here. You know. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. They they knew it was time for him to move on. You know. They were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Here, here's what I want you to do. The next time you're feeling down a little bit, give yourself one of these right here. Hey. You know what I mean? It's from your Try, from Anybody, your I dare anybody yeah. in this room to be sad. Try to be sad. Hey. Not possible. It's really from the gut, too. It you know, is. From not, not the neck, you know. Uh. Gosh, dang it. I don't even know how we're doing on time here, but I'm figuring we probably you know, should bring I think some comedians. We, we got the rules out of the way. Well, you guys well, ready? Well, well, you got to ask, does anybody have any questions at all about anything? You know that? Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. You know, that just expresses to me that we do a great job at explaining our podcast. Got it all right? out there. Thank you. Thank you. The press is here. They, they are. They yeah. are. Oh, my gosh. Right. We're having so much fun tonight. Uh, Evan. I think we're ready to... Are we going to keep rambling up here? No, I think we're ready. We got the rules out of the way. You yep. guys ready for uh, our first comic we're bringing Woo! up? Woo! You guys. Yeah! You guys are awesome. Coming to the stage, uh, very funny guy from Salt Lake. Give it up for Alex Voluto, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know a lot of you came here to see Abby Harrison, and so I am in contact with her. I just want to give you a quick Abby update. Uh, I wrote her, you coming to the show? And she replied, what show? So that is her status. <laughs> I assume a lot of the out-of-state listeners are wondering what Mormons do. And here's something that I did at church one week. Uh, we have this bulletin board at my church that's meant for church things. But there was this guy on there that was advertising his DJ business, so I decided to text him and mess with his head. I figure Jesus doesn't like it when you sell stuff at church. And I asked myself, what would Jesus do? And so I'm a good Christian. So here's my conversation I had with the bulletin board DJ. I want to read it to you. This is a real convo. I said, uh, I heard you do DJing. I'm planning on having a funeral. Do you do funerals? And he said, uh, what specifically are you looking for? Are you just wanting music to be played after, or is this during? I wrote, during and after. My friend is a big fan of Korean pop music, and we can play it during internment. I'm wondering how these drops work, by the way. 
I'm gonna give one at random. They loop, okay. <laughs> That's a weird reaction, audience, but yeah, I said that. I really did say that. Um, <laughs> so he said, uh, so this will just be background music you're wanting played? I'm sorry, I've never done a funeral before, LOL. Uh, I know these jokes normally do well, so this is just like a gauge of how, how well I'm going to do overall. This is like my closer usually. And let me tell you, the forecast for the rest of my set is not going very well. But... Thank you. All right. Uh, these aren't labeled, by the way. They just have sound forms on them. That one's cool. Okay. <laughs> so he asked me if it was background. I'm still going. I don't care. You, you don't decide what I do up here. Um, he said, so this will just be background music you're wanting played. I'm sorry. I've never done a funeral before. LOL. I wrote, not background music. You'll be the main focus. They'll just be burying him in the background. That way it'll be less sad. <laughs> Can I ask if you have a fog machine and or lasers? And he said, yes, I have both fog machines and lasers. He said, where would this be located? And I said, the State Street Cemetery. I'm not sure when, though. You know how leukemia is, LOL. Which, at this point, I'm trying to tip him off that this is all fake. <laughs> Hence the leukemia comment. But then he responds with, lasers won't do you any good outside unless it's night. That's what he was worried about. I wrote, ooh, good call. Uh, let's do a nighttime spooky funeral. Also, is your deposit refundable just in case he beats this leukemia stuff, LOL? <laughs> and he says, the deposit reserves a date since he is still living and you don't have a date yet. I won't take a deposit until he has passed on. <laughs> Contact me when you have a funeral date and we can discuss details further. Uh, his only hang-up is that the friend I made up isn't dead yet. That's the only thing this guy's worried about up until this point. So I said, okay, that's reasonable. I'll call you as soon as he passes. He writes, okay, sounds good. Also, if you need any other DJ services or know anyone who does, let me know. Wants referrals, this dude. So I said, I'll ask the other people in the cancer ward. <laughs> They're all goners and also love K-pop. I have a Abby Harrison update. <laughs> uh, she says, first I said, I'm just reading texts up here, I'm sorry. <laughs> she said, uh, what show? And I said, they're telling me you're supposed to be on a show now, but it's okay, you're probably not going to make it. So she wants to know. She says, okay, but tell me about it. I'm curious and intrigued to know. So I'm going to write, I'm on stage now. Totally crushing it. And I will send a picture. Say cheese, everybody. There we go. Let me draw in some more people. A couple of you, of these people I'm making up, are smiling. There we go. That was great. 
so that I heard, I saw them try and convince you to come to the show. You you not you haven't regretted it yet, right? Fantastic. They're such good liars. That's what makes a good audience. Good liars. Hey, how about you guys outside? You liking this? Thank you. <laughs> Why are y'all out there? Come in here. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I want to talk about you just got here just in time for the observational humor. I want to talk about Yelp, and I don't like Yelp because you have to trust the opinion of people who would write a review on Yelp. You have to trust the opinion of someone who would describe a so-so ham sandwich as the worst thing that would ever happen to them. And I don't think this person has much perspective in life. You know, this isn't someone that's like, you know what, I wanted to be a dancer my whole life, but cancer took my legs. But with all that being said that sandwich is still pretty bad. It's not one of those people. I want someone with perspective. Also, I think in general you just shouldn't say, isn't that the worst? Like instead you should say, don't you hate it when that happens? Anytime someone says, isn't that the worst? That's when I hope someone that survived the genocide has been like, yeah, you know what waiting in this line reminds me of? Anyway, hang on. That's the wrong one. Where are all the cool ones? Hey. All right, that's good enough. <laughs> I'm going to do stand-up with drops from now on because that's how Big Bang Theory does it. And uh, I want to dictate where I get my own laughs, but apparently these are all guitar riffs that I don't know anything about. <laughs> you don't? Okay. They're giving me the light. How much time have I done? I want to see if this light is justified. It is not. I'm just doing poorly. <laughs> ah, man. Yelp, I, I, I told you, I don't care. I'll do what I want. Uh, you don't need Yelp. Here's what I do. Before, I like the system we used before we had Yelp, where we just read the reviews of the restaurant on the bathroom stalls, right? Just walk into the bathroom. If it said, this place sucks, you're like, all right, you got out of there. And you're like, I'm going to call that number that says where I will have a good time. That's what you do. Also, Yelp reviews, too long. You walk into any bathroom, you see a swastika. That's all the info you need. Swastika is offensive, but it's at least a brief message. I also want to know why there's a swastika in every bathroom I've ever been in. I hope there's not this many Nazis just left out in the wild. My theory is you just reach a certain level of constipation where you just blame it on the Jews. That's my theory. And it's not right, but I think the sphincter, the most German part of the body, when it is under duress, it becomes very anti-Semitic. That is my closer. Thank you very much. All right, keep it going for Alex Valudo, you guys. Keep it going. All right. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I'm Fred McCoy. This is Keister. Howdy. How are we doing? Hey, guys. Yeah. Doing good? That's doing great. good. Yeah, this, this portion of the show is called Talking Real with uh, Fred and Keister. That's right. And so we, uh, does anybody have a problem with just talking real? Anybody here? 
Well, good, because we don't give a damn, you know. Those guys talking about Jews and stuff. Everybody get a little uncomfortable, guys. Okay. All right. Well, sometimes, you know, we're not here to make people comfortable, all right? That's not. Right? Right. We're just here to have a little bit of freedom, you know, and just. Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I can get behind that. I can get behind freedom. Yeah. Real good times here. We keep it real, you know. We try to keep it real. That's what we do here. Of course, uh, my name's Keister Hammonds, guys. I run an olive orchard out in Lindsay, California. And I uh, spend most of my time suckering olive trees and listening to uh, talk radio. And uh, it's good times. It's, yeah, good it's times. just good Americana right there, yeah. We have a pretty good time. Yeah. Anybody here sucker an olive tree before at all? No? No, ma'am? You, you, you're, you're familiar with the art at all? Keister, he'll teach anybody here. Oh, yeah, you come, yeah. Out, you come out, you come out for free. I'll host you and everything. Stay up in my cabin. We're going to sucker some olive trees late at night. You know, we're early in the morning. I prefer when the sun's low in the sky on account of my fair skin. <laughs> but you got to adapt to, you know, the basic to life. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. I'm not no sunblock, okay, you know what I mean? I ain't afraid. I don't know. You get that, that tan, you know? I offer a service. Uh, I'm a professional bitch ass whooper outer. That's okay? correct. That is correct. You know we. Okay, I yeah. on that one. We, we, if you have any bitch ass within you, I, I'll whoop it out. Yeah. Well, now you know not everybody needs a, all the bitch ass whooped out of them. You know? Not all. I mean. I'm just saying. You know, sometimes maybe you a little bit more. You know, bitch ass. Maybe a little bit less bitch ass. I mean, ass, I, I, I've got a no bitch ass left behind policy. If I'm honest. Well, Keister, I don't, I don't really like that attitude too much. You know, I like to keep it pretty free. You know, yeah. All right, you know, we can all agree on freedom. We can agree on, can we agree on that, you guys? Can we all, you know, whether, you, like that freedom? whether you got a pink microphone popper or a blue one, we can all yeah. agree on freedom, right? Yeah. You, like, you know, sometimes you just, you're so free. You take money out your own pocket. You drive for 10 hours, put on a dumb cap, and start saying dumb things in a voice. You know, but you got to be free, guys. Trees. You got to yeah. be free. Oh, thanks for the support. Well, I'll tell you, thanks. I'll tell you, uh, we're keeping the show rolling. And this next guy, very free gentleman, uh, very funny man. He's here from Los Angeles, California. Okay. Guys, give it up for Gary Peterson. Clap it up. Yeah. <laughs> intro song um it's a little uh keep it down guys uh i was out with this girl she's still alive and uh she was like i don't date guys with kids i was like good i live with my dad do you date kids with guys because that's how this will work and uh i want to share with you some wisdom my father bestowed upon me he wrote me a note that said if you turn the heat down before you go to bed, bed spelled B-E-A-D, before you go to bed, turn it back up again so I don't wake up to a cold house. Then he wrote thanks, but crossed it out. And it wouldn't have hurt my feelings as much, but the note was in pencil, like, he could have erased it. He's like, I want him to know. <laughs> I, uh, I went into a bookstore to put self-mutilation books in the self-help section, and you gotta have hobbies. And uh, 
I'm wearing a sweatshirt that I have that says U.S. Olympic Speed Skater on it, and the woman behind the counter starts freaking out. She's like, oh, are you really an Olympic speed skater? And I was like, yes. And she's like, so you went to the Olympics and stuff? And I said, no, I didn't make my time trials, which says two things about me. I tell believable lies, but even in my fantasies, I'm unsuccessful. Could have lied about it, didn't. And then I was jealous. How good is that person's life? The lady who believes what anyone's shirt is equals their identity? How was work, honey? Oh, it was amazing. Met Batman, the Patriots, and the world's greatest grandma. Oh. When did you turn into a puma? <laughs> this is the best birthday I've ever had. Um, that it's not my birthday, but I just gave you a gift. Um, next time you get dragged out with a group of people that vaguely know you, maybe even tonight, just look up when there's a lull in the conversation and go. This is the best birthday I have ever had. Look down, count to three, look back up, and just see a sea of faces like, hey, we meant for this to happen. Want us to try to sing the song and remember your name? Here we go. I, uh, I don't like my birthday. Probably what it represents, my life. It's not good. And uh, I want to have a good birthday every year, but I don't, like I go underground like I shot a cop or something, like nobody can find me. And uh, where were we relating? And um, I see this sign for a restaurant that says, if it's your birthday, your meal is free. And I was like, that's for us. And I went and I sat down, ordered my meal. They bring me the check, and I was like, actually, it's my birthday today, so I guess my meal's free. <laughs> and they're like, that's only if you buy two meals. People usually come in a group. <laughs> I was like, the sign doesn't say if it's your birthday and you have friends. I don't want to tell you that I got an A- minus in semantics, but I did. <laughs> and they're like, I'll have to ask the manager. As soon as you hear that, you have lost, sir. You have lost, and you must admit defeat. Sun Tzu, art of war. Know when to lose, know when to win. It's like on par with the conversation. Somebody's like, I'm just going to scare him with my gun. When you hear those words, exit scene. They go, and I watch a staff meeting happen about me in the corner. Just, they're like, there's nobody there's no one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we talked it over, and if you buy a second meal, we'll give you one of them at equal or lesser value comped. And I was like, okay. I'll have a Thanksgiving dinner, please. They're like, would you like that to go? And I was like, no. <laughs> I want it right here. I'm going to eat it at you. I'm American. This is how I deal with feelings. <laughs> And I'm eating it, and I'm getting sad, and it gets broken up by probably the weirdest question of my life. The guy comes over and drops the final check and goes, do you want us to sing to you? <laughs> yes. 
I want this to be the saddest birthday that I want just a single tear to extinguish the candle brought to me by my estranged mother. Can we do that, guys? Too personal? You're right. Um, I don't know you well enough to go into it yet. Let's get to know you. Crowd work time! Um, we'll start around this side. What is your favorite race? We'll start here, we'll go left. No? Um, for the lady? Mm-hmm. You don't want to say? All right, that's a dumb answer to this great question. In this room full of mostly white people, um, my favorite race, let me just clear, it's the Tour de France. So guys, you are, uh, uh, Helen Keller was racist. Did you know that? Helen Keller was a racist. She grew up in, in uh, Kentucky, right? And her father was like the son of a general in the Confederacy. And then like, she started to learn how to talk. And that's like kind of a hard day where it's like, Helen can speak. She can communicate to the world. What's she saying? Uh, nothing, no, no, not anything about Italians, definitely not. <laughs> I, I'm not racist, but I look like one. And uh, I, I had a moment um, where I was accused of being racist. I wanna share with you guys. I went to this very like indie type ice cream place, the type of place where it's like, our napkins are made out of vegans, you know? And, uh, I, I go in and it's kind of a weird vibe where like everybody behind the counter feels like they're in a band and it's not going well. Like that's the type of, like there's a flyer in your ice cream or something. And uh, I go to order and there's a cute little old lady in front of me. She was like, can I have this? And they're like, would you like that in a cone or a cup, ma'am? And she's like, chocolate. And I like that. It's like, she doesn't play by anybody's rules. Like, if you were a census taker, call that woman up, be like, are you a Democrat or Republican? She'd be like, Tyrannosaurus! <laughs> My turn to order. Remember, it's sort of a liberally-type ice cream place. Side note, I'm from New England. We call chocolate sprinkles jimmies back there. So I go to the front of the line. I'm like, hi, can I have uh, a strawberry small uh, with chocolate uh, jimmies on top, please? And person by me goes, asshole. And I go, Hello. And they go, you're a racist. And I said, what's happening right now? And they're like, Jimmy's is a slang term derived from the Jim Crow laws from using that topping makes you a racist. Who has ever heard that Jimmy's are a racist topping? Clap if you have, a couple of you. Ready to get fucking educated. Here's what 38 hours of hateful internet research revealed. Jimmy's were invented by a guy named James Bartholomew who liked chocolate sprinkles on his ice cream. That's it. That's the whole story of Jimmy's. I'm white. I know what kind of guilt I have to have at this point in my life. I watch Roots every day before I go outside. I download the guilt and I'm like, I got it. I don't even say juice loudly. That I think if there were racism attached to ice cream, that I would know it by now, which means there isn't, which means somebody out there somewhere is making up fake racist things that some of you are hearing and believing to be real racist things, thus giving us more racism. Stop it! Whoever it is, don't do that. We have enough racist stuff. Don't take away ice cream from me. It's all I have. I'm terrified to go to an ice cream shop and be like, yeah, can I have a brownie batter Sunday? How dare you, sir? I work at a shelter for battered brownies, and that is offensive. Thank you guys very much.
Guys, keep it fudging going. Gary Peterson, hell yeah. What's going on? This is Conspiracy Corner. I'm Eddie Buckler. This is my dude Chalmers right here. Dude, what's going on, dude? Not much, man. Not much, man. Yeah. You, you good, Chalmers? You all right? Dude, for real, like, I'm going to be real up. I'm going to be straight up with you guys because, like, that's the only way I know how to do. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm pretty, I'm like 99 convinced that this is just a fucking room full of cops right now, dude. <laughs> oh, fudge, dude. Dude, you got me tripping now, bro. Dude, I swear, like, since we passed over the border, dude, like, everybody's a Child cop, bless. dude. I'm pretty Child sure, bless. dude. The lady out front's a cop. Those two guys are a cop. Do you, do you really think that, Chalms? Dude, I'm 100% sure most of these chairs are cops, dude. Like, there could be cameras in you the chairs. You have to tell me if you're a cop, dude. You do, yeah. You have to tell me. Who's a cop in here? You're a cop, bro? Dude, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> Dude, I thought you were cool. You were, like, up front, man. Like, Why are you I trying thought, to tread right now on our... I thought you were super chill, man. You're a cop. That's, that's fudged up, man. Oh, dude. Yeah, hell yeah, though. Okay, fair enough. Thank so. you for your honesty, though. Any, any other cops? So, like, we're basically here to help you guys, like, to do the prayer circle. Like, who's got any requests in the room? Prayer circle? Um... I'm pretty sure the cops buying it, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we're here just straight, totally praying, you know, praying to Jaw. Like, do you know about Jaw, bro? Yeah. Okay. Do he? Chalmers. Chalmers. Honestly, he's like a, like I know he's a cop, but he's kind of like I feel like he's down, you know. He's like. He, honestly, dude, like your energy right now, I gotta be honest with you, dude, because that's like the only way I know how to do it. Dude, your energy right now, I swear to God, like, it's got, like, from, like, a totally negative vibe. Like, earlier, like, I'm going to be real with you, dude. You were, like, when you came in here, I was like, God damn, this dude's a cop for sure. But now, like, I feel like you switched it on me. I don't know what you did. I think I saw you playing with your mustache earlier, dude. He's chill, man. I mean, I just so want to know, I mean, would you want to be bros with us or, like... Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. dude. Hell yeah. All about this shit. Hell yeah. That's all we're here to do is make bros, you know, and uh, not nothing else. Just pr prayer and bros, man. So mm -hmm. prayer and bros. Dude, that's a great company name right there. Dude, prayer, prayer and bros. bros doc, what do you think? You should get the dot .org or like you get a dot .com? Dot .org, it's like more like, con you know, environmentally conscious, I feel like. Yeah, so we should totally do that. Um, Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> Guys, we're going to keep it fudging going. You ready? For, hey, if you guys found like a small, uh, if you smell, found like a makeup bag that smells oh. weird, like just hit me up. I'll be in the back. Yeah. <laughs> just prayer stuff, you know, just a couple books, some papers, you just know. Just wanted to get that yeah. out there. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Totally look for that. We're keeping it going, guys. You ready for your next fudging comic, guys? Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Ripping and skipping. Um, coming to stage, you're in for a fudging treat. So funny, she does shows all over from Los Angeles. Barbara Gray, give it up. Yeah. Give it up for my bros. You guys can really uh, change everything with a hat. It's pretty, <laughs> not your acting, it's the hat. Um, can you turn off, can you guys turn off the lights that aren't the spotlights? Is that like something that can happen? I'm a fucking showbiz bitch and 
I'd like, I, I, I didn't ask for the other comics, just for me. Just, just give me the spotlight. I mean, you don't have to do it, just, uh, I just, you know, I'm great at this. Um, I'm famous, I'm very famous, thank you. Please act accordingly. I'm famous, I'm the guy from Workaholics. If you guys, does that help? Okay, oh, sorry. Oh, do you need to hear my catchphrase from the hit show Workaholics? Okay, here we go. I'm addicted to work. <laughs> okay, you got. Thank you so much. Selling T-shirts after the show, if you guys are interested. Um, uh, what's going on? <laughs> I'm actually from Salt Lake City. I was uh, uh, raised here. And now I, like, I invited a lot of people out to all these shows. Thank you so much for coming. Um, but I'm like realizing that I'm like, there's a shitload of people that I invited to shows that I do not want to see. So I really hope that none of them show up. Um, you know, just like a lot of nemesis around. Uh, I, uh, nobody's mentioned that I guess this is a failed Tom's store. Is that what this... Is? I mean, it must be. What do they do with all those shoes? What happens to all the kids that were supposed to benefit from those shoes? They just, like, set them on fire in front of them. Like, go fuck yourselves! <laughs> Make them eat the shoes. I mean, that's probably what they'd rather be doing, right? It's like, I don't need your shitty... Those shoes suck. They're not good. They, like, smell weird. I don't know. Um, I, uh... I live in LA, and so I'm in, you know, the Michael Buble, the bubble. <laughs> the elitist bubble, whatever the fuck. What do they think we're doing there? Like fucking and sucking all the time, 69ing? I don't know. Um, is that what we're doing? Uh, yeah. Uh, but it's weird to be a comic um, right now because people keep being like, well, lucky you, like, the president's a joke, so that makes your life easy. And I'm like, bitch, I want to talk about myself, okay? <laughs> I don't want to, I have to like do shit now. Do you realize this? I have, to, I have to go to the airport to protest stuff. I went to LAX a few weekends ago. I haven't even been there for like people who've been inside of me. And now I'm going, I'm going to pro, I'm do, I have to make up new protest signs all the time? Because I need the most attention at the protest. I'm still trying to like, you know. Still trying to like fuck at the protests. <laughs> so I like walking around with Tinder set down to like a mile, just like like looking at the guys for like the I love strong women like signs or whatever, you know. Weren't a lot of hot guys at the women's march. Uh, <laughs> thanks a lot. If you were smart, you'd fucking be there catching all the loose bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> You know we take care of it, that's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> this is never stuff I've ever said in my life before. I don't know what's going on. I just feel so comfortable back in my hometown, you know, back where no one judges anyone and everyone's free to be who they want to be. Um, I remember in high school, oh, children, that's good. I forgot about those, lots of those around. Uh, I forget. I forget about kids, you know. I know that they're around. Um, I, I should 
figure out if I want to have them soon. Um, uh, Cause it's like not good anymore. You know, I'm getting older. It's just not good. I'm like, my uterus is like Adam Sandler. You know, it's like not that long ago, still pumping out the hits. Like Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. You know, now it's just like coming to Netflix. It's Ovarian Cyst starring Rob Schneider. <laughs> You're like, they can't be making another one. I'm like they are. Oh, but they are. Oh, that wasn't a good one. Um, my sonogram. Um, uh, I think my parent, my parents are obsessed with me sending them thank you notes, and I think it's because they're paper macheing together the grandchild I'm never going to give them. You know, so there's like Christmas, like the crown is coming in nicely. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I feel like I should have kids, though, because there's a lot of bad people with kids, right? Like, I was at the grocery store, and there was a guy with his, like, I think eight-year-old son, eight, 15, I don't know ages, whatever, eight-year-old son, and he started singing a song that went a little something like this, cut my life into pieces. And then the eight-year-old son said, this is my last resort. And then... You bet. Father, papa, son, duet, if you will, ensued. Just like, suffocation, no bleeding. And I was like, I have to have kids. I have to have kids. I have to have, I have to, I have to make something. I have to make something that's better than this, like, little human oil spill. Whatever this, like, human labray piercing turns into, it's not going to be good, you know? Um, I, uh... Yes, exactly. Thank you for that. It gave me a second to think about all the jokes that I'm sick of saying. Um, I, uh, I've, uh, I'm just going to do be gross. How about that? Does that sound good? Okay. Fantastic. It's like 7 p.m. on a Wednesday. You guys are ready for it. <laughs> we going to Radigio Grill after that? I don't even know what's in this mall anymore. What is here? Nothing? It's all, it's all city crazy. City Creek just came on the scene. Yeah, come in here. I'm doing comedy. Look at me. <laughs> I'm funny, Mom. Um, I've, n I've never said that before in my life. Uh, I, I went through a breakup last year. Um, thank you so much. And... I went through a breakup, and I lost a bunch of weight, like, right afterwards, like, really blossomed, you know? It's just like, oh, sucks for you, because it was definitely you the whole time. And uh, I'm still working on my goal weight of two dimensions. Um, uh, <laughs> but if I get there, I'm going to have to fuck my ex, because the new guy's not going to know the difference. And I need someone to know. There's been work put in here. You know, I'm not showing up to dates with my, like, before pictures or whatever. My old, like, fat photos. The only way I'm going to do that is if I print out, like, a giant before picture and then I burst through it at the date. Just like, thanks for meeting me at Sizzler! You know, it's like, really go for it. I like going to Sizzler on first dates because if the date isn't going well, you can just get up for seconds. Go sit in another booth. Build a new man on a prime rib, you know? We're all just hot piles of meat, right? Yeah, that one worked. That's what my protest signs say. We're all just hot piles of meat. And then, and then I play that over and over again. 
I just, I don't have time for this. I don't have time to be a revolutionary. What the fuck am I doing? I'm busy. You know, I'm an artist. Like, I'm coming up with versions of Outkast songs using only Dennis and Randy Quaid's names. Okay? You guys know. You know. Like, you think you're Dennis. Oh, you think you're Randy. But Randy doesn't Dennis when it's Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Okay. That's how I thought that would go. Um... fine uh i um i do have i have a weird fetish uh you know whenever i'm with a gentleman they're never gentlemen whenever i'm with a guy in bed and he's like uh you know it's that pivotal moment you guys know about this uh if you've been allowed to have intercourse yet um (laughs) there's always that moment where the guy's like where do you want me to come you know and i'm like in this jar uh, and then I'm like, <laughs> no, uh, you know, let me save this for later. Now mommy can choose me a husband, right? Okay. Uh, now I am in Salt Lake City where my parents live and, um, they think I, I don't think they like to hear those kind of jokes from their daughter. So I'm gonna do you. Guys, I'm gonna play for you guys the version of the, the that joke that I think they want to hear. Let's see if it works. Every a time, every a time, I can't even say the beginning of the fucking joke, right? Every time a guy is like, "Where do you want me to give you these flowers?" Did you hear that? It doesn't make sense that I recorded it. Every time a guy is like, "Where do you want me to give you these give you these flowers?" Uh, why why am I saying it? Give you these flowers. <laughs> I'm always like. And then, come, 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 come. <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> uh, okay, you guys want to hear something fucking crazy? This is what it's like to be a comic. Somebody tweeted at me yesterday that that joke is in Amy Schumer's new special. Did you hear it? See it in the special? So now I don't know what to do because I've been doing it for like years. I've, I don't think she's ever seen me on a show. But she's been, uh, I'm just like workshopping this problem now. Uh, but I am freaked out. So anyway, I said it first. Fuck you, Amy. I'm starting the beef here at the, at the Golden Spike Comedy Festival. Thank you guys so much. Give it up for Evan and Kevin. sound on that one? Close, a little bit of sound. Yeah? What do you think the source is? Uh, I'm gonna go check in the back. Or is it, is it right there? It may be right here. It may be a blow of fuse. Yeah. We, uh, we're editing this all out in post. We have, uh, uh, we have the best post-production a podcast uh, knows of. Let's see. Check. Okay, there we go, guys. Keep it going for Barbara Gray. Thank you. Thank you. I apologize. Wow. <laughs> it's been a little bit, uh, a little slow uh, on account of my sciatica. It's been acting up a little bit uh, lately. Oh, it's doing all right? Doing it's doing okay. Good. I think I'm going to be okay. Good, good. Guys. Evening, uh, everybody. Good evening, it is in, indeed. Uh, I'm Thurman Vanderhaas. Uh, I don't know if any of you are familiar with my show, Getting to the Bottom with Thurman Vanderhaas. Uh, 
it's on um, some of the some of the stations. Idiots, apparently. <laughs> well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that, uh, Mel. Uh, of course. <laughs> okay, they uh, they uh, are uh, masochistic. A, a they love bit, the perhaps. abuse. Yeah, they do. Um, with me is um, a character uh, so prolific. Uh, I'm sure you're all familiar with him, Mel, the owner of Mel's Diner in hey, oh my gosh, in uh, Hollywood, California. Yes. Uh, uh, if you guys haven't tried the eggs, let me tell you. If you don't like the eggs, apparently you don't agree with uh, a little actor named uh, Desi Arnaz. I, I don't imagine they disagree with uh, Desi. Uh. Yeah. I love Lucy more like I love the eggs. Uh, oh. Come on down. They're a great deal. Now, Mel's Diner, a historic diner. Yes. Uh, you've had so many celebrities come through. Um, well, of course, uh, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Desi Arnaz. Yes. Uh, he used to come up with Cloris Leachman a lot. They did a lot of coke in the back. Okay. Wow. Uh, of course, but, you know, this is Mel's Diner. You know, it's a place where uh, a star can be a star. You know what I mean? It's you come in the Mel's Diner, you get a good meal. Uh, maybe, you, uh, maybe you see Marilyn Monroe, you know, in the diner. Of course, Mel's Diner, uh, we have only uh, celebrities at uh, Mel's Diner. Uh, they'll wait on you, and perhaps maybe Marilyn Monroe will stand over a grate and her skirt will blow up in the air as uh, she is famous. But, you know, you got to remember, that's just uh, another night at, uh, at Mel's Diner. Sure, sure. It is. A place where stars... Can, they can be stars. They can be stars. I love... Uh, that essence, you've really maintained it over the years. Um, so they was doing coke in the back. And all of a sudden, Desi gets a hankering for a, a, a lady. Now, uh, uh, God rest his soul, great man. I uh, had a little problem with the prostitutes. Uh, I, I will be honest. With, uh, you know, he would say, uh, Lucy, he'd go, uh, <laughs> he'd go uh, uh, you got some splaining to do, you know? But in, uh, in real life, uh, you know, he had a lot of splaining to do. And uh, uh, I will say, uh, it was, uh, we were in a room uh, not uh, too much uh, different than uh, this room, actually. It was, uh, it was about, uh, I'd say it's probably about, what, 25 feet by uh, maybe, uh, uh -huh. maybe 35, yeah. maybe, I don't know, I love the sizes of rooms. I'm, uh, okay, sure, I, always an, an attention to detail, which is so evident when you walk into Mel Steiner at the... So we get these girls, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Desi, he's upset. He says that the girl's thighs aren't thick enough or something. I don't know. And uh, so uh, all of a sudden, Don Rickles comes from out from the back, and he's wearing nothing but an apron, buck naked, and he starts giving everybody shit professionally. I don't know if you know where the great Don Rickles. I, oh, I you, certainly do, yeah. He'll give you course. shit. And then who, who, who do you think comes to the door? Uh, well, I, I mean, it could be... Cheech Marin comes through the door. And he starts giving Don Rickles shit for giving everybody shit. And Don breaks down. He breaks down. He starts crying in his eggs, you know. But, you know, that's just uh, another night at uh, Mel's Diner, you know. It's, yeah. uh, it's where you can do a little bit of cocaine in the back, order a couple girls, and then cry in your breakfast. Uh, if you're a star, you know, it's... Uh, uh, but just that's, uh, very loose, just uh, very verbose, loose. Uh, crass yeah. at times almost. Just, it's, yeah. it's, nice, uh, it's nice to be so open and free here uh, it is. without yeah. the restrictions of, of public radio. You know? it's, I dedicate, uh, I'd like to dedicate this interview uh, to my, uh, my late wife, 
Mm. Uh, of course, my wife died in 1992. So sorry to hear that. Uh, very hard time for me. Uh, I can't stop wearing the ring. Uh, but you know, she, uh, she liked to yell fuck in the streets a lot. And uh, it's nice to be uh, outside, out under the thumb uh, of, uh, of uh, public radio. And, uh, you know, if, you know she, it's, I think she'd be proud of me. And, uh, well, Mel, I can say this. We are proud of you. Well, thank you very much. Guys, everybody, Mel from Mel's Diner, thank the you owner. Thank so much. Uh, so happy to have you here, Mel. Get the, get the eggs. They have a special on the eggs. So. We have actually a famous chicken lays the eggs, guys. Okay. Uh, very. Well, speaking of uh, rising talents and stars, guys, coming to the stage, your last comic of the evening. Are you ready for your last comic, Salt Lake City? So happy to have him here. Uh, give it up, the very funny Brian Vokey. Brian Vokey, yes. You're too much, you're too much. Calm it down. No, stop, stop, stop. Oh! Actually, I don't have any jokes. Just keep it going. Keep it going. Y'all haven't explained. Am I supposed to stop it? Thank you. You're beautiful. Really together. Guys, y'all are on the same page. You hear how they just stop cheering just like that? <laughs> Putting on a wig for a podcast. That's funny. <laughs> I like the, the power stopped and you're stay in character there's nobody it's not even recording and he's like well we got a little power outage right here <laughs> these are all compliments baby compliments <laughs> what's up Salt Lake y'all got white bus drivers that's fucking weird <laughs> white bus drivers I haven't seen that Maybe ever. No, honestly, the last time I was in a bus driven by a white guy, my wrists were handcuffed to my feet. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I've been to jail, whatever, a few times. You know, can't just get a black denim jacket. You've got to earn it. Set a Bible on fire in a hotel in South Carolina. Went to jail for that. No big deal. Went to jail for inciting a riot. I'm just buying time, man. I literally just walked off that white guy's bus. Like, I, I was like a half hour late to my show. I just like walked in and came up. So I'm just trying to collect my thoughts here. Well, we were talking about jail, so let's go with the scummy shit, huh? Yeah, let's keep it scummy. I'm a loser. Uh... I have, my car is so shitty, I honestly can't tell if somebody broke into it last night. I have no idea. The stereo's been stolen since like 1996, but somebody else's energy's in there, you know what I mean? I'm such a loser, my boss lives with her mom. I'm two promotions away from moving back in with my dad. That's like what a real loser in America is, right? Living with your parents. Like when somebody says something to you on the internet you don't like, what do you tell yourself? Oh, that's just some loser who lives in his dad's basement. But it's not like that everywhere. Like I've been to Mexico, they all live with their family there. Extended family for years. And I think that's why they're spilling into this country by the millions. Because if you told me I had to live with my Aunt Vicky my whole life, I'd dig an international tunnel. 
I would. She's a big lady, laughs like Jabba the Hutt. Oh, 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 oh. And the shit that made her laugh was fucking twisted, man. I was six years old. She made sure only I was looking. Six years old, popped her teeth out and pulled her wig off. I, uh, I showed them what it looks like to pop your teeth out, pull your wig off, for those listening at home. Super funny act out, right? It's going to turn this into a hardcore show. You guys know the punchlines? Bruce, you know, so I can probably just throw the mic the joke, right? <laughs> hey, Bruce, what does it look like when you're fisted in a lady? That's right. It doesn't look like a fist. It looks like a gesticulating Italian man, right? That's why I call it a Fellini. The brilliant Italian filmmaker? Because not only did his films have a distinct poeticness, is that a word? Sure. But they also suspended the boring everyday realities of life into the surrealism of dreams, just like a good fisting. Right? The reason why I know this is because I, I have weird things, I have hang-ups. I was always worried that girls would judge me. When I, when, so when I was younger, I used to respond to Craigslist ads to fuck really old ladies. Like, inappropriately old. Like, I don't know if there's a word for that, but that should also be illegal. There probably is. Gerophile? Gerophilia? That was right? That's when he fucked Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Gerophilia. <laughs> What's the deal with the fist? <laughs> it's not really a fist. <laughs> I fisted an old lady. She taught me how to do it in an apartment in Virginia Highlands, Atlanta. She's like so old. I don't know how old, but she was so old. She, dude, I had my whole hand in a senior citizen. Like all five fingers at a woman who smoked on an airplane. It's like slipping on an old catcher's mitt from a league of their own. And then I cutely kicked the mic stand. You guys know who Jeffrey Sandusky is? Uh, he just got busted for some shit, man. Uh, he's the son of disgraced pedophile Jerry Sandusky. Well, he didn't really disgrace pedophilia. How do you do that? You fucking adult, right? I don't think he was doing that. His son, same shit. Which makes me realize that no matter what you do, all sons turn into their fathers, right? Except when I turn into my father, it's just being impatient at a red light or making my bad mood everybody else's bad mood. My dad's always doing that shit. But when Jeffrey's turning into his father, it's not so much about being in a bad mood, but more about being in a boy's ass. Come on. You think you ever fucked a little boy and was like, God damn, if I'm not a chip off the old block. Now, I wasn't surprised when I heard that, though. Every pedophile was made by a pedophile. That's how you do it. Which makes me wonder what was up with that first pedophile. Sounds like a real sicko, huh? What was that? What was up with that knucklehead? Just out of nowhere? It's probably Greek. They're filthy people.
I feel like I had this uncle Tony who looked like a children's songwriter. Like he had a bald, like a skullet. Is that what you call that? Like a like a ponytail, but bald, like Hulk Hogan bald on top with a ponytail. He's as thin as a rail, like a silver, like salt and pepper beard. And uh, we called him not Uncle Tony. We called him Uncle Touchy. Uh, Guz, you know what I mean? Because he touches you and he shouldn't. But if every pedophile is made a pedophile, I narrowly escaped my own little thing. Because uh, one time I was playing hide and seek because I was having a cookout with my cousins. You know you grew up poor, by the way, if you saw your extended family every week. <laughs> wealth is not seeing your family. That's wealth. But I was playing hide and seek with my cousins and uh, my Uncle Touchy found me and he goes, ooh, I want to play. And my mom runs it out of nowhere and goes, nope, 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 and scoops me up. Had she not been that vigilant. I may be Greek. I don't know. I forgot the, there's a punchline there and I didn't say the part. So uh, basically what I'm saying is if my mom hadn't been so vigilant, I wouldn't be here. I'd be fucking kids. Well, no, you could, I could be here and still fuck kids. It's not like you fuck them 24-7. But it would be weird, right? I'd have that look in my eye. I'd look like a children's songwriter. I like how I did this in, like, fucking Merv Griffin's microphone, too. All this fucking boy fucking jokes. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to bring up... Uh, can I call you by your names? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, Kevin Tinkin, Evan Cassidy, very funny gentleman. Brian Volke, guys. Brian, I thought you were Greek, you know? What's going on? Jeez. Oh, man. Well, guys, uh, small and mighty crowd, how are you feeling? Was, was this Thank fun? Thank you, guys. Did you have a good time? Yeah. Guys, I want to leave you with a little bit of life advice. You know, the people that are living, living, leaving now, their lives are going to be horrible. Uh, but that's not going to happen for you guys, because you're here and you're ready to learn, guys. As we talked about before, you guys get in your head sometimes. Anybody get in your head? Let me hear you say, hey. Hey. It's too bad. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'll get in my head, and, I, and at that time, you know, I feel like maybe, uh, maybe I'm tripping a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, man. You guys ever been tripping? All stop the time. it. All the time. So we all, I always say, you know, you got to stop tripping, and you got to start double dipping. You know what I mean? And that's just a great thing to do because, you know, uh, then you're not tripping anymore. And of course, tri not tripping and double dipping rhymes, and that's just like a two it's, for It's got to be more true. Got to be more good. true by rhyming. So, guys, we like to say stop tripping, start double dipping at the end of the podcast. Would you guys say with that, that with us? Yeah. Everybody? All right. Yeah? All right, one, two, three. Stop, stop tripping, tripping, start stop. double dipping. Oh, yeah. All right, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great night, guys. They're synchronizing everything, the claps.